What up, sis? How are you feeling? What's up? How's 2024 treating you? Baby, it's Black History Month. And today and every day, I'm celebrating you. This series is going to have the most talented, stunning, thought-provoking, ambitious, artistic-driven women. I cannot wait for you to meet these incredible Black leaders. Their stories is our stories. You ready, sis? Meet our sister, Milana Snow, the multi-hyphenated artist, the breathwork teacher and healer that has changed lives around the globe. We met Milana in episode six, and now you're meeting the Milana that is trusting, the woman that is disciplined and that is evolving from all the work she has done. Let's get into it, sis. What up, sis? Welcome to Girl, We Got This. I have this incredible woman here with me, a woman of many hats, literally. Milana Snow, she is an artist. She is a breathwork healer. She is a writer and she is so much more. Welcome to the show, baby. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. She has been on the show previously, actually, when I first started Girl We Got This back in the day. Do you remember that? That's like three right. or four years ago. Wow. And we went on a journey of your breath work. That was when you were That's really right. honing in on breath work and how breath work has changed her life because I got my life changed by Milana Snow. Oh. I had moved to LA after a very hard time in my life and I experienced the power of breath and like intense yeah. breath work and yeah. healing. And this woman guided this. Yeah. You can go back to previous episodes and get all the juice there. Definitely. But Milana, welcome to the show, baby. Thank you. Up, Thanks. Hey, everybody. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. It feels really good for it to be 2024. Mm. It feels like, uh, I wouldn't even say a new start. It yeah. just feels like um, it's the things that have been going on behind the scenes are starting to come out into mm. the world, into the external world. And mm. I feel like so many of us can relate that yes. there's been a lot of things that we've been building and working on that are finally visible, tangible. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Because as a woman that I know that is so, so consistent in her healing internal, mm. I know that you have so much internal healing that is now finally coming yes. out for the world to see artistically, specifically. Yes. Yes. How has breath work in this internal healing yeah. changed your life and how do you perceive it coming out in 2024? Mm. I mean, the breath and breath work is something that I think you can only really experience to understand. Mm -hmm. So I try to express it to people to get them to come and try it <laughs> yes. with me. Um, and I was actually just telling someone earlier today, you know, we spend so much time in our ego. Yes. And, and our ego is tied to who we think we really are. And breath work for me has helped me to break through and to move past my ego so many times. Mm. So many versions of who I thought I was mm. and who like constructions of what I thought the world was in comparison to all the things I've been through and what I've seen and what I know to be true. It's like breath work and meditation has helped me just crack that open and be like, wait, what if I wasn't actually understanding what that person said? Or, wow, what if the way that that interaction went was because I hadn't resolved something that happened when I was a kid? What if I'm not just X, but I'm also an artist? You know, yes. just all these different things that um, I'm realizing that breath work is one of the tools that we can use 
to help us understand that we are so much more than we actually thought or were told that we were. Mm. That is so powerful because as a practitioner, you guide hundreds of people through this journey. Mm -hmm. So if you've seen these people journey, and I know you've taken this personal journey along the way. Yeah. You're able to actually teach and guide and be of the breath work. Yeah. And to be of on the out, outer edge. And I know us healing is a forever thing. Yep. Where you are right now, how would you describe where you are in your healing journey? Mm. Who is Milana now? Oh. Today in 2024, baby. Who is she? Well, the first thing that, that comes to mind, it seems like so silly, but I wake up at 4.30 in the morning now. What? I was never that person. What? Ever. In fact, some people out there might know me as a girl who didn't get home until 4.30. <laughs> Been that girl. You know, for years. Yeah. I wake up at 4.30 now. And What time do you go to bed? Last time I went to bed at 8 p.m. Wow. Yeah. And I... I am that person because my inner relationship, my inner connection, my, my, my like being connected to myself, capital S self mm. is prioritized more than anything else, mm. which is like, I, I mean, really it's wild for me to even say that because I always thought that that was the case, but it wasn't the case. Um, it's always been a high priority, but this is actually the number one priority. And um, I realized that uh, everything in my life is better because of it to, a, to, a, to an extent that I personally didn't imagine. Because I think a lot of what's changed over the past couple of years, and I think you've probably seen this from us being friends, mm -hmm. is that so much of my focus used to be on serving others, which is admirable and nice and, and also had, had its own problems. Yes. <laughs> yes. And trying to help other people yes. and see things for other people. Yes. And there was a, a period where there was a switch for me where I realized that there was more that I needed to see of myself, mm. more that I needed to understand and help myself with, and that that actually needed to be prioritized even over what I believe to be my purpose, which is helping others. I can't help others unless that is prioritized for myself as number one. <laughs> Preach, baby. That even includes with my husband. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that even includes my 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 closest friends and family. Yes, which was not something that I understood before. I, I actually thought that everything had to come like like after me doing the things out in the world that I'm supposed to do: serve, help others heal, be a good friend, be a good girlfriend, or go, you know, whatever. But actually, like waking up at four thirty is about. I'm waking up so that I can read, so I can meditate, so I can do my morning pages, so I can talk wow. to myself. That's, that's what, where I'm at now. That's discipline. Yeah. That is love. Yeah. You're truly loving yourself. Yeah. It's a practice. It's new for me. I know. It's new. That's life. Yeah. Life is a game of practices. Yeah. And it's new. I'm proud of yeah. you. You're Thank choosing you. new. You're choosing to step in this higher self. Yeah. So everything is going to be a practice. I think we forget, right? Maybe we didn't know how to walk when we were born into this exactly. world. Exactly. We didn't know how to ride a bike. Exactly. We had to practice. We would get up and fall, get up and fall. Exactly. I've been talking about that lately, that everything that we ever have dreamt to be is, is possible through practice. Yes. Practice is what uh -huh. makes masters masters. Baby. You are preaching. You know, I was just reading a book by Robert Greene called Mastery. Yes. I don't know if anybody, if you've heard yes. of it, but um, 
you know, they say 10,000 hours is like the minimum to be considered a master at mm -hmm. something. That's basically about three hours a day, every day for 10 years. Hmm. Now, if you really want to go beyond being a master and be extraordinary, that's 20 years. Hmm. So I realized that, you know, there was a lot of things in myself that I needed to transcend that were, were like stuck in the ego mm -hmm. that were going to keep, if I didn't transcend it in myself, it was going to keep me from, from going even further in what I'm here to do personally, like for my own life's task, like writing a book. Yes. I never thought I was a good writer. Now mm -hmm. I'm writing a book that is only possible through practice. Yes. And that practice is only possible through discipline. <laughs> wow. Okay. Couple questions. Yes. One. Can you please walk us through your 438? <laughs> no, the juice. I, you are inspiring me. Because I struggle waking up early. Like I actually. What time do you go to bed? Physically, like 10, 10, 30. That's why. <laughs> okay, that's We need why. at least eight hours yeah. of sleep. How you go, to, okay. First, tell us how you go to bed at 8 p.m. The boundaries that are set there. Yes. And then I want to hear about the routine. Yeah. Because we all need this help. I know, sis, I'm talking to you. Yes. Okay. So help us, help us, please. The first thing is that you have to go to sleep early. And that is hard. Actually, I have to say that was the hardest thing for me. Yeah. And when I really sat with it, you know what I realized was hard for me? What? I was scared of the level of discipline, like like who that was going to make me. I was afraid that ah. I was going to be boring. I thought, I actually subconsciously, and I caught this through my journaling practice, I was also resistant to going to bed early because I thought that that made me old. Oof. And I was afraid of being old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so when I actually really f faced that in my morning practice, which we'll talk about in a second, mm -hmm. I realized that I am progressing through time. Time is an illusion, and yet the body progresses through time. I'm timeless on the mm. inside, but the outside is going to feel yes. the days and the nights changing. And so I have to actually come into deeper relationship with the fact that like my skin looks different in the mirror when I look mm -hmm. at it than it did 10 years ago. Yes. And that's a practice I need to be in constant relationship with. And so when I actually started to do that, I kid you not, I started saying, you know what? I can actually go to bed early because I'm this grown ass woman who wants to write a book. Yes. <laughs> and this is what is required of me to do that. And yes, Milana in her twenties didn't have to do this. Mm. Could have done it, but didn't. But this version of me requires it. And if aging is the fear, then I need to face that. Yes. So once I really faced that and, and looked at all the deeper underlying stuff, which could be, you know, a whole course on. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I get it. Once I got to that, I started really committing to going to bed earlier. But the other thing that I think you'll Tell really me. get is that it really also has to be a household agreement. As in. Wow. Your partner, your husband, your fiance, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever needs to either support this or do it with you. Because if they're staying up till 12 a.m. in the morning, they're going to keep you up. Yes. No matter what. So we go to bed together at 8. Really? Yeah. Which means we're eating dinner at 530. Wow. Which means we're off our phones by 7. It's a whole thing. How did you bring this to the table? Justin brought it. See, <laughs> you got a good man. It's all, you know, the one thing I'm really clear on, y'all, is that one of the most important decisions of your life 
is going to be who you choose to spend your life with. Amen. So you better make a very, very, very sober, clear decision about that person. Sober, clear. Yeah. And be so clear. Yeah. It's not even like a maybe. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the most important choices you will make. Even if, you know, some people are like, well, you know, you can divorce somebody. It's like, yeah, but that could be 10 years of your life that were steered this direction instead of this direction. You know? You are so right. So we, we go to bed super early and then we wake up at the same time. And, you know, actually I talked to him about this. We have intimate moments in the morning, every morning right now. Wow. I actually asked him if I could talk about this. And he said, yes. <laughs> I love his rocks. Because nobody knows who he is anyways. Yes. I keep a secret. <laughs> we, we have a tantric moment every morning. Wow. And for the month of January, we're doing it every single morning. This is beautiful. It's life changing. How does it feel? What are you feeling? Is it like energizing you? It's amazing. I, you know, I never thought this was possible. And I think what it was, was that I thought that you had to finish. I thought you had to do the whole yeah. thing for it to be anything. Yeah. And so it just kept me from not doing anything at all. Yes, I get it up You don't have to do the whole thing for it to be something. Yes. You I don't. don't need to give you all graphic details. You know what I mean. <laughs> so... Every wow. morning we're connecting and the level of just feeling so accepted. I, I, I don't have any makeup on. My hair looks crazy. Mm -hmm. It's dark. Something, it's mm -hmm. 4.30 in the morning. It's dark. Mm -hmm. But the level of like, wow, we are choosing to connect and come into union is very, very powerful. So I would be remiss if I left that part out. We go upstairs. We don't talk after that. We do not speak. Not because we're like, don't say anything. No. It's just that we're just like. In we're it. in a practice. We make our tea, our coffee. Actually, we're both just drinking tea right now. I go to my office. He goes to his studio upstairs. And I read for like an hour and a half. And follow that by doing um, morning pages and an hour-long meditation. So that's basically three and a half hours. And then you start your day. Yeah, so by 7.30, I'm ready to start. And it's crazy because it's like I've been up for three Yes. Hours already. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Hold on. I know something too because Anna Millie, her wellness game has stepped up <laughs> a whole nother notch. I see yeah. it in you. I feel it in you. Yeah. I feel how exercise has changed you. Yeah. Mentally, physically, confident wise. Like, wow. Thank I you. I see it. Thank you. Do you incorporate that too in your morning routine if you can? Yeah. So I walk every day between, mm -hmm. between 10, 30 or 11 is when I start walking. Cause then by then I've done some work too. Yeah. And all my morning practice, as you know, we love to walk. We walkers. We're walking girlies. Um, y'all don't sleep on walking. I used don't. to run. <laughs> you don't even need to run. I would tell Millie. <laughs> I would tell you. How do you have a front you should stomach? Get the credit. <laughs> We used to box together and she would be like, how is your stomach still tight? And I said, baby, walk. I would see her and I'd be like, yo, what have you been <laughs> doing? And I'm like, that's not possible. That's not, it's too easy. No, walk. it is that easy. You just walk and walk at a good pace. Yes. Good 30 minutes to yeah. an hour. I try my best. And yeah. It's also from a meditation for me. Dude, I feel so clear. Yes. I actually stopped, for the most part, I stopped taking phone calls while I walk, because I used to be so tempted. Sometimes we'll do it. Yeah. Um, I'll call some of my good girlfriends or family, but I would say out of the six days that I walk, and some, some days it's seven, I only will talk to someone like one time a week while I'm walking. Wow. Because I can get so many ideas and so many breakthroughs and 
so many personal, like, and also just even people watching. People watching is such a valuable thing that I think we miss in LA a lot. So I love to just look at people, see what people are wearing, what they're talking about, how, how they're moving. It helps just inform so much. So that's a big part of my morning. So technically that is in the morning too. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's huge. Yeah, it is. I admire you for doing this. I admire you for being so like disciplined. Thank you. Thank you. That's something that I struggle with. I wouldn't know. The way you'd be working, <laughs> I girl. With it. I struggle with mornings and you are really, really inspiring oh, me. I got you. Like, it's a powerful mill. It's it's life-changing. It's life-changing because when you are basically by by eleven thirty and you're pretty much done, it's like anything is possible now. Can I be really like really clear, like really, really honest. Yeah. So my man is amazing. Yes. And we had a pack to wake up at 6 a.m. every morning. Yeah. I have not fulfilled the pack because I have a hard time. Oh. He has been waking up every day, 5.30 a.m., wow. working out, doing the thing, and then he goes off to work. Yeah. I've been waking up at 7, which is still big for me. And early. Yes. 7, sure. 7.30. But this morning, I woke up early because... We're filming today. Yeah. And I said, I can do this. Yes. And he looked at me and he said, oh, so you just have to want to do it. Yes. And in that moment, I said, I have to want to be my best self. Yes. I have to want to love myself so yes. deeply. I have to have that. Yes. Want. Because he's doing it. Yes. He is clear. And yes. I'm just looking at him like, I need two hours. And to be fair, you don't have an office to go to. Mm -hmm. It actually takes a whole nother level of discipline when all you have to answer to is yourself, babe. You're so right. So you got to give yourself you're some credit. So right. You're so right. <laughs> and you're, you're also so right. juggling so many different responsibilities on so many levels of like having to be present and kind and thoughtful and all of that. So I think what I'm hearing is that you just needed to come to that realization. Today I came to like, it. Like literally. And just go to bed earlier. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other part. It really is. You're so right. You're so yeah. right. So now we're here. Yes. Milana Snow is on the routine, baby. She is <laughs> in her flow. Now with this flow, she has brought this beautiful artistic side out of her. Mm. If you didn't know, Milana Snow is an actress. Mm. And I would love for you to share. You share this on your Instagram, your live once, and you shared a beautiful meditative moment that you had. And it allowed a remarkable opportunity to flow through. Yeah. Can you share that with our audience? Because I think this practice, if people really take it in, yeah. it could change all of our lives. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you yes. for saying that. And yeah, there, there's so much here because I really believe that all of us are so much more than the titles that we give ourselves. And I've even struggled with this because I've always been a person who's worn many hats mm -hmm. and got a lot of flack for it. And I think we're finally seeing in our culture and our society today that it actually really pays to be able to have many different talents and many different sides to yourself. But it, what I really started to find is that it actually can be really harmful mm -hmm. if you limit yourself. Mm -hmm. And there was a, a part of me that was being limited because I, I didn't think that it was okay for me to be a healer and a breathwork facilitator and also be an artist and an actor. I thought that those were incongruent that, that, that being, being an artist would, would mean that I wasn't as serious about being a healer. 
And what I realize is that because we are everything, we are all things that we need to make ourselves available for infinite expression. Mm -hmm. And so I actually have always been an actor I, ever since I was a little kid. I was Juliet in Romeo and Juliet of middle school. <laughs> um, when people would ask me what I wanted to be as a kid, I would always say, I want to be an actress and the president of the United States. <laughs> and, um, and when I lived in New York, I just had such a hard time with keeping up in the industry. I, I really didn't understand how to be myself, how to really let my, um, my real essence and my real artistic expression just be authentically what it is. Mm -hmm. I was able to do that in healing because healing was already weaned. <laughs> healing and yes. breath work and all that. And the time that I was starting, it was not what wellness, we didn't have the word wellness back then like that. So it was okay for me to be weird in my mind as a healer, but I didn't think it was okay for me to be weird as an actor. Mm. And the truth is we all have weirdness about us. And when we become our artist selves, there are no labels. We're just different. And I was really afraid of that different mm. as it showed up in my artistic form. And it was really recently um, that I started to become more present to the fact that there was an artist in me, actually in my morning pages. I would uh, journal with my inner child, with my inner teen. And then one day my inner artist came up and was like, hey, I'm ready to express myself. I want to be an actor. I want to paint. I want to write. Like, can you let me out of here? And I ended up finding all these different outlets. And, you know, one of the outlets that I found, I started going to um, this class with this amazing teacher named Diobia. And I was able to, for the very first time, realize that meditation and deep presence, which is something that I, I teach in my breath work, is the same thing that creates beautiful art. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing that we call acting. Mm -hmm. But it's when you don't know it's acting, <laughs> right? When you see someone on screen like yourself, who's like, wow, what is it about them? That's like, I, I'm totally drawn into this story. It's presence. Immense presence. Yes. Yes. And I didn't realize that that was the weirdness that I was afraid of as an actor. That, that, was, that, was, that I was only letting myself wear that hat when I'm a healer. And I'm sure that that also carried over into relationships. I'm sure it carried over into my work mm -hmm. in other ways, right? But I, I, I really wasn't allowing myself to be an actor. And until I experienced this revelation of being like, oh my God, this is the same level of presence that I hold when I'm moving, helping someone move through a traumatic, you know, experience that they're, that they're reprocessing. It's the same level of presence as when I'm acting as, as a, a mother who just lost her child and is telling her sister yes. and is totally with that other yes. actor in the scene. Yes. And so that, that's that been a really big breakthrough for me. And recently I actually booked a role and yes. it was just kind of out of nowhere. We love this <laughs> Um, so I think that will probably be happening more because actually I was talking to a woman this morning that I ran into, you know, she was telling me she was having a hard time with her acting. The acting was not flowing for her. And what I wanted to tell her that maybe I'll say here yes. is that it's all energy. Mm. If, if things are not working for you, if you're not getting jobs, if you're not booking jobs, if, 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 you, if your interviews are not landing when you're you know, going for a, a great new nine to five or, or relationships just aren't clicking, it's always energy. It's not because you're not good or not good enough or that you should do more or be more. It's actually that there's something out of alignment in yourself mm. that this is giving you an opportunity to grow. In. And if you can like use this as just information 
and let it support you internally, yes. then things will start to correct themselves externally. Yes. And that, that's what's been happening with this. I have to share something because Please. what you just said, sis, I hope you take in what she just said. It's the energy within you. It's the story that you've told yourself. It's the patterns that you haven't broke through. I had a, I had a story. Mm. I didn't want to be a star or a celebrity because I lived a past life and I didn't like celebrity world, yeah. that life that I lived. I was yeah. like, it's dark, it's not nice, it's not real, it's not genuine. Last year, I broke through that idea. Wow. There are incredible humans that yes. are celebrities. There are yes. incredible humans that are stars. Yes. I am a star. Yes. You are a star. Yes. We all are stars. But I was holding on to a story from my past. Yes. So I didn't allow myself to embrace my life to its fullest potential. Yeah. And it's so powerful. I had to stop that energy leak because mm. it was a leak. Yes. And I had to stop it and I had to say, yes. no, you are a star. Yes. You are whatever you want to be. Yes. My journey is not reflective of a past or somebody else's journey. This yes. is my journey to be yes. had. Yes. So what you just said is so important. Yeah. Well, it, what's so cool is that you being famous is going to help more people realize that there are healthy, cool people that are famous. <laughs> like we need you. You know what? To float to the top. Yes. <laughs> and this is another To reason. swim to the top. Yes. <laughs> and as black women, this being especially Black History Month, if we don't take up space, yes. we're not gonna allow the younger generation to take up space. Yes. Like this is our due diligence. Yeah. Like if I don't embody my highest self, yeah. my nieces won't be able to see what it's like to embody. Totally. To chase their wildest dreams from where I come from. Totally. Like we are the women, the creatives, the artists that are going to be the person that other people are looking forward totally. to open the next door totally. to. Totally. And we're looking for each other when we're in these spaces too. Yes. I mean, you've always been that for me. Yes. You know, remembering like, okay, well, I know that there's another beautiful, young, creative, entrepreneurial actress. Yes. That is going to tell me the real thing yes. and is going to be supportive for real. Like we appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. And, and really, I mean, it's like, I remember actually like 15 years ago, I was in Hong Kong. And I remember I met this random guy. I was at this crazy party that mm -hmm. Nicki Minaj was singing at <laughs> in Hong Kong. I love this for you. And nobody would speak to me. And I couldn't, I didn't understand. And I, some guy came up to me and he was like, hey, are you American? And we were talking. And I was like, yeah, none of the ladies here will like talk to me. He's like, well, first of all, it's probably because you're the only American here. and They don't really know how to deal with you. But second of all, don't worry about that. Because all you need to think about is you being kind. Mm. Don't worry about who's not being kind to you because quality will always rise to the top. That's what he said to me. Quality will always rise to the top. Mm. And I that was like almost 15 years ago. Mm. And I thought, wow, yeah, I don't need to be concerned with who doesn't like me or who, who's being mean to me. It's just, am I being who I am? That's what matters. And then eventually I'll find someone like Letitia yes. in Los Angeles. Yes. I'll find people like you yes. all over the world yes. who I can be like, oh, well, wow, we're both kind and we see each other and we're not perfect, but we see each other with love and kindness. So that should don't even matter anyways. 
And we're going to grow and evolve and we're together. Gonna grow and, evolve. and we're going to have confrontations and we're going to have these situations where we're like, Hey sis, Hey sis, what we can grow together Yeah, because we're here. Yes. That is, yes. I think the root of every real relationship that yes. we have in our life. Yes. Having that accountability for self yes. and for each other. And a willingness to grow. Yes. Cause that, that's the thing. I mean, even thinking about love, romantic relationships. And I think about, what has really made my relationship work. And yes. I'm like, there's two things. One, communication. Mm-hmm. Two, everybody at the table wants to grow. Mm-hmm. We all want to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's if that's what we're both talking about, then we're good. Period. Yeah. And I want to also add to this, sis. Those communication conversations, half the time, they're probably really hard to have. Yeah. They're uncomfortable. Yeah. But baby, we're in our mid-30s now. Mm-hmm. So we're doing these hard things. Yes. And we're here to show you that you can have these hard conversations. And along the way, you will lose yes. some people. Yes. Some friends. And yes. it's okay. And you were going to lose people anyway. Yes. And it's okay. <laughs> it's what we're happens. learning this. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah. But it is okay. Because as long as you have you... Everything else, the energy, the magnetism will find you. Absolutely. Don't ever forget that. Absolutely. So baby, now we, we're healing, we're breath work. You, we're going to talk about her retreat that she's going to have very soon. And I hope, I pray that you have the chance to go because I've been to several of her breath work experiences and I've seen her shift rooms. We're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> Let's talk about you being an author in this moment of your life, starting such yeah. a new intimate journey of artistry, writing, something that was so difficult for you. Yeah. How are you finding this new journey in yeah. Milana? How are you discovering new parts of you? Yeah. And how are you getting through these challenging moments? Well, one of the things that I don't think people realize is that I have felt like I wasn't a good writer and I wanted to write a book. Mm. So I think... What, what was really, what's worth sharing is that for many years, I have had a lot of friends who publish books in the, in the space, like literally dozens of friends. So I was constantly getting books sent to my house. I'm like, wow, this is so amazing. I, I don't know how I could ever do this because I, I don't think I'm a good writer. And then at one point, I eventually um, started getting some people reaching out to me, wanting me to write a book. Agents, hey, we'd love for you to write a book. And two different times, both these agents ghosted me which is crazy because it's like professional environments. And I was like, what happened? So I started to feel really like, dang, man, something is off. Maybe I really do suck as a writer. Mm -hmm. And I I really want people to understand that I felt like that because I know that so many other women feel like they suck at something that they still like want to do. And they see other people doing, they're like, oh, maybe I'm not that good. I really was like, maybe I'm not that good. And then I had a shift where I had a deep healing experience with my teacher, Dr. Clara. Mm -hmm. And one day I just realized I'm going to write a book. And I decided I'm not waiting. I don't need a book publisher. I don't need a book deal. I don't need an agent. I'm just writing a book. That's what's, that's what's happening. Literally one day I just said that. I say this to Justin. I say, babe, I'm writing a book. That's what's happening. I swear to you. And I don't even know if I told you this. The next day, within 24 hours, my book publisher reached out to me. Wow. Literally. And said, hey, I've been a fan of yours for years. I'm in your community. I really want to work with you. Long story short, a whole year and a half later, after two different book proposals, I ended up landing with my publisher, Sounds True, and ended up getting an agent and a manager all in that process and writing a book proposal that 
I genuinely feel is a really excellent document, something that I'm really like, wow, this is, this is really good work. And now my job is to show myself again that practice is king, queen, and that I can every day just get to my computer and write. And so every day I write every single day, no matter if it's good, no matter if it's bad, I just write. And I've got this beautiful proposal that I'm working off of and I'm going to be finishing it this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. You're doing hard things. Yeah, it is. And, and I think the biggest thing is like the, the hard thing is here. We're the hard thing. Yes. <laughs> these belief systems yes you know that we've created yes ourselves. yes and maybe someone told us yes but we're keeping it <laughs> you're capable of writing every story yes that ever once lived on me that was imprinted on too that you've yes. left thought it was true yes Milana is such a great example of this right thank now you. I'm so excited thank you do you remember the event that we went to which one We've been to so many. Laura Piani. Oh, yeah, yeah. Laura Piani. The writer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. While you were speaking to me, I envisioned you speaking at an event. And I was like, oh, we've done this before. Totally. Wow. I remember it was a beautiful yes. setup in a beautiful store. In Beverly Hills. Yeah. With all these like, beautiful, yes. like sharing her story. And it was such an intimate story. Yeah. yeah. Fariha. Yeah, Fariha. Fariha. Yes, she's magic. Yeah, she's powerful. That was a beautiful moment. Yeah. We shared that together. And yeah. I just had like this vision of, oh, that'll be Milana. Yeah. And maybe I'll be moderating. Oh, uh, hello. Yes. Yeah, I see <laughs> yes. that. And I'm just yes. like, wow, this is going to be so beautiful. Yeah, it's that's really interesting because I remember looking at her and being like, you know, one of the things I actually looked at her and thought, wow, she's such a reader. She was talking about how much she reads. And I didn't actually consider myself a voracious reader until recently. Mm-hmm. I used to read a lot of books when I was a kid. That's how I got into spirituality. My grandmother taught me how to meditate at four. And I just read like crazy all wow. throughout my childhood. But in high school, I stopped reading. And it wasn't until like after college that I start picking up books. But lately, and what Fariha really made me think was, man, she's so cool. She reads so much. <laughs> she's so smart. And that is something that, you know, sometimes we have these little like subconscious beliefs like, oh, but I don't have the time to read or I, I'm not a good reader or whatever. So I decided if I'm going to be a writer, well, I got to be a good reader. Of course. So just rewriting these stories, they can be so subtle so small, something as subtle as me thinking going to bed at eight means I'm old and I don't want to be old <laughs> was keeping me from having major breakthroughs. And it's just like these little tiny roadblocks that we don't even see yeah. unless we allow ourselves to really investigate why things feel off. It's that aligning, baby. Yeah. It's having the accountability to do that excavation of yourself. Yes. I always say to our audience, you need to find stillness. Stillness is so important for you to find your authentic truth, Mm. your authentic voice, Mm. your purpose. Everything that you want comes to you in stillness, but you just have to dedicate time. You have to love yourself so deeply Mm. to want to be able to explore that about you so you can be here. Yeah. Baby, this took us time. We're in our thirties mm. now. We're still mm. growing. Yes. There's still things that we're working on. Yes. You know, and it's it's a journey. Yes. And it's a journey that we have agreed to stay on. Yes. The journey of that part. Yes. 
That's what it is. That part. So now we're here. Milanus, no, when I say breathwork teacher, I have seen this woman move rooms of women into tears, into immense change, into screams, into release. Actually, a very intimate moment. I had brought a guest um, to one of her events and she was actually going to have an abortion the next day. And we were in a meditation. Milana was coming over doing her magic and she had placed her hand over her stomach. And I didn't tell Milana Mm-mm. what was happening. Mm-mm. And she literally said, I know something is here and you're releasing it. And just, I just want you to know that it's okay. It's okay. And I remember my meditation holding my friend's hand. And I was like, I hope she doesn't think I killed her because I didn't tell her anything. I didn't ask where I didn't tell her anything. Yeah. But she felt it like her work. It gives me chills because it's so powerful. It's still you change women's lives. Thank you, yeah. So can you please tell us about your breathwork yeah. retreat that you're doing? Because ladies, gentlemen, if you have the chance to go experience Milana's breathwork, it's worth it. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's... I, I, I can genuinely and very... Like, very... I wouldn't even say proud, but I'm just, like, genuinely honored that this work does change people. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm teaching it because anybody can change their lives yes. in ways that they, beyond their imagination, yes. but they can also impact people to that degree too. And so I wanted to teach breath work as a teacher training yes. because I wanted people to know, like, if you think what I'm doing with you is cool, mm-hmm. wait till you help somebody else do yes. this. Wait till you create this kind of change in someone's life yes. with them. And so I really believe that um, anything that we've been through, and I mean literally anything, and you can imagine, I've worked with thousands of people all over the world. I have seen and heard some of the most horrific traumas that you can imagine. People can transform those traumas Mm -hmm. through deep healing. Mm -hmm. And breath work is one of the ways that you can do that. And this training, one of the things that is so vital about this training is before you can do that for somebody else, you got to do that for yourself. So the training is about you using breath work, inner parts work, deep states of presence to change and transform yourself by connecting to that core capital S self that I was talking about, that, Mm -hmm. that version of you that always will be, always has been, that is so much more than this body and anything it's been through. And so when you start to get in touch with that through stillness, through these really deep states of inner connection, which is possible for everyone, 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 then your entire worldview changes. And then when you see that you can change that quick, literally in an hour, you saw that. Yes. Then you're like, I got to tell people about this because there's no dogma. I'm not telling you about who's God to follow or what you can or cannot do. All I'm saying is breathe this way and go into yourself. You're safe, you're safe, you're safe. And then the rest is on you. The rest is transformation. The rest is total liberation from things that you didn't think Mm -hmm. that you could be free from. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's real. It's powerful. (laughs) I've seen it. No, it's real. It's real. It's real. I've seen it. It's real. So where are you hosting this retreat this year? Yeah, this is so cool. So we're doing it at a private estate Mm -hmm. in Topanga. It's a multi-acre estate. Um, We have this incredible, like, cavernous, like, 
cabin. It looks like it looks like a tent in Morocco, Ooh. but it's a wooden, huge, long mm-hmm. banquet cabin, mm-hmm. banquet hall cabin. So we're doing it there. Um, it will be five days. It's March 7th through the 11th. And it's a completely immersive experience, but you can go home each night. So if you if you live in L.A., you can go home or you can rent a place nearby or get a hotel nearby. Yes. So you can have some time to kind of do some of your own integration every night. But it is um, leading up to the, the fifth day, which is where you'll actually be able to take what you learned and share that with another person in the class and facilitate their breathwork mm-hmm. session. And then at the at the evening of the fifth night, we'll have a big culminating graduation event where people can come and actually do breathwork with us. And everybody that graduates will get to do some facilitation with the group. I'm coming. Yes, I'm I would coming. love that. I'm coming. I would love that. So where where can our sisters sign up for? This? Yeah, so it's just milanasnow.com/training, and that's M I L L A N A S N O W, and um, everything is there. We have booking open until. February 14th. Yes. And it is more than halfway full right now, which is really, really cool. We have people coming from Japan. Of course. People coming from all over Europe, all over the U.S. So it's it's also a really, really great way to meet people that are really interested in really knowing who they really are and showing up that way. I mean, the, the level of connection that you'll have with people is is really profound. That alone is yes. is life changing. This has been like a story that we've been talking about a lot on the podcast lately is community. Going to spaces with like-minded people, building that community of people that want to evolve like you or be where you are or just grow. Yeah. This is a perfect chance to grow, evolve, and to get that capital S self. Yes. Like huge. That's the answer to everything. We're looking all over the world for all this, this, and that. It's just... It's here, baby. It's here. And if you find out how to get there... Yes. Nothing, nothing can limit you. It's about having the tools to get back to yourself, y'all. That's all we need. She provides the tools, as I say, but it's you that integrates, that you that embodies. It's you that actually do it. She's just here to facilitate. Exactly. Just giving her sources, just giving her this gift. Oh, but it's you, you, baby. Yeah. I want y'all to do this too. Go back to our earlier episode. It was the first season. This story, you'll actually hear Milana's life where she has come from, her childhood, the boundaries she's created in her life to get to where she is today. I think it's very important mm. for them to hear yeah, that episode. I would love that. I am so grateful for you. Thank you. I am, I am so proud of you. Okay. I want to ask you one more question. Yeah, please. And very simple sentence yeah. answer I need. As a black woman yes. in wellness, yes. trying to find her way, yes. what is one piece of advice you would give them? Oh, I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying. Everything that we seek in the external world is second to what you can do when you just go in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like the, the reason why I've had so many breakthroughs in the wellness industry or have been able to reach so many people is because I have inner healing that then spills over into my work, spills over into my life. Yes. There, there are so many ridiculous things in this world that, that are about ego and competition. Mm-hmm. We're not here to compete. Yeah. We're not here to, to change people's minds or fix the world. No, we're here to be ourselves, to heal ourselves. And then from the overflow of that, we share with those who are ready for the same. Mm. So just be you, take care of you. Mm. 
and keep doing your inner work and then and then don't be afraid to just talk about it yeah authentically yes that's beautiful thank you before we leave yes since we're giving you your flowers what we are giving <laughs> you your flowers and i tell you wow those are so pretty <laughs> these are made by nona washington oh my gosh girl forest it's they're based here in california she wow. has created these beautiful bouquets for our guests because Aww. every woman deserves their flowers oh thank you thank you these are beautiful nona washington baby she's amazing oh they so, smell really good i know like oh wow literally <laughs> Every day turnaround, Nona came through. Wow. Thank you, Nona. <laughs> I appreciate you, sis. Sis, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you for it's always honoring me. I really appreciate how always, you always just love up on me. It means a lot to a me. It's a gift to watch my people grow and evolve and to see them at different levels. It's inspiring to me. Same. I admire where you are. Thank you. I honor who you are and who you're Thank becoming you. and who you were. Thank you. And Thank you. We got this. <laughs> Thank you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. Yes, we do. I love you. I love you too. Thank you, babe. <laughs>